Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. Hello and welcome everybody. It is our favorite day, Monday, and today we are beginning our series of the Ayurvedic routine. You noticed that a couple of days ago I posted a sweet little uh, infograph that showed the different steps for creating a healthy routine and establishing and embodying improved health with utilizing these steps. And so today we're going to begin our journey together, having a conversation about each of them, but we're only going to focus on one a week. So it's not overwhelming. And I'm going to provide you with resources so as to help you guide you along the way so that you don't feel you're in the dark about anything. And lastly, so that you can reach out to me whenever you want to so that we can have conversations or if you have questions on what am I doing, what does this word mean, then please, I would like for you to share these comments as well, because that's what I'm here for is to educate you and to help you learn about this world of Ayurveda and yoga and these sister sciences and how we utilize them to naturally prevent, cure, and reverse ailments that are going on within our physiology, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So welcome everyone and welcome Karine, welcome Yoga with Priyanka, welcome our friends that are popping in and popping out. And today is part one of our series of utilizing Ayurveda to improve your well-being through all of the different routines that we are going to be coming and sharing about and talking about today. So I also wanted to preface that every day I'll be posting on the Instagram and the social medias for you a insight or a, a, let a little bit of a, a self-challenge. So you will, yesterday I posted, do five minutes up to 30 minutes of yoga. And then that will begin a consistent pattern for you a day for the next seven days. What you would want to do for fun is maybe get a journal or uh, however you want to keep track of your, your progress. And you will start with day one, simple. Day one, committing to yoga every day. And it will be five-minute yoga practice. It could be a two-minute yoga practice. It could be 30 minutes or an hour. And that will be your commitment every day. And it doesn't have to be the whole length that you're committing to, just committing to the practice alone. 
I'm doing yoga today. Today, I feel like doing five minutes. I do five minutes. Tomorrow, you might do two yoga classes and it might be an hour. So it's all good as long as you're committing to that one, one lifestyle change that you're integrating into your life, okay? It could be any type of yoga that you like, anything at all. You can go to my YouTube channel and do any of those classes, chair yoga, uh, aqua yoga. You can do uh, land yoga, so any of that. Then you would, um, next day, we're going to focus on meditation. And then we'll do the same thing. So now adding on to yoga, day two's challenge is integrating a meditation technique and giving yourself the opportunity to spend two minutes, 30 seconds, sitting in meditation. And then you're going to add the meditation to the yoga, and then it will build on itself. So day two, then you integrate the yoga with the meditation, and you see how that starts to work for you. And each of you will get a better understanding, especially if you follow Ayurveda, because what's so beautiful about this daily practice and the step-by-step -step that we're gonna be doing um, for fun challenge, no one like a, not a big deal, just to improve yourself, is that they build upon themselves in a very personal manner, depending on your dosha. So you can go over to the website and get that free dosha assessment. So you can get an idea of what your prakriti is, and that will help you to then formulate what your routine is going to look like. And we're going to go over that in just a second. I have a lot of gifts, like I said, I was going to give you all today. Um, so let me go back. So now we're going we're gonna to work on, on these two because today is day two. Yesterday was day one that we add the yoga. Today is day two, and today is where we're now going to add the meditation, okay? And then tomorrow is day three, and then we're going to add about our daily habits of eating, and then et cetera. So that's how we're going to do it. <clears throat> and if you didn't see the little infographic, it was posted two days ago on Instagram. So just go uh, at Jai Bhakti Yoga and go look at it, and you have it there. You can snapshot it and keep it in your phone. Um, and I will also send it out on this week's email. So everybody will get that as well. If you're on the email list, you'll get that. Beautiful. So now you have your sequence of how we're going to begin for the next seven days. And I'll go over it every day. So now, utilizing that, the other thing, like I said, is you can just go ahead and email me whenever you have a question or send me and post a little comment here. Let me know. But that's how we're going to do this. So that way I can be as supportive to you as possible. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about in Ayurveda, we have four pillars that we work with and we work on. And the first of the four is the reverence for all of life. When we talk about reverence for all of life, we are talking about having respect and unconditional love. And respect as... Um, I have this very beautiful friend of mine. His name is Sam. He's a Joytish practitioner. And he said that the highest form of love is respect. So beautiful. And so when we have reverence for ourselves, and this all has to do with oneself first, that way we're filling ourselves up so that we can be present for everyone else. Okay. So that's really important as well is having reverence for yourself to fill yourself up again so that you can then pour into others. That's the first. The second is sincerity. And also for those of you yoga practitioners that are familiar with the yoga sutras, 
and also the eight limbs of yoga, then we also know that reverence has a lot to do with the first two limbs of the uh, eight limbs of yoga, yamas and the niyamas. They are the embodiment of what reverence is. So that's why we utilize the yoga and think about yoga not as physical asanas. Yogas can be sit, okay? Yoga means seat. Asana, that seat, that's what it really means. So when you sit, you're in yoga. You're uniting mind, body, and breath. So you're creating a trinity. That's an asana. You can just do that one, okay? And we build each day, all right? Then when you're sitting in the yoga and the asana, that's when we close the eyes and we just allow silence and all the sounds within silence to be present. We'll do it right now. Everybody just take a moment. If you are driving, then do it later. Do the replay. Close the eyes. Open the eyes. In that moment where the eyes were closed, did you feel some silence? Did you get thoughts in your mind? Do it again. Close the eyes. And open the eyes. Again. Did you have thoughts? Even acknowledging that the eyes are closed is a thought. That's how subtle meditation is. It's just being. That's it. Just being in the seat. So that's what today's first two are going to be focused on. Now, the third is the gentleness. That's the third of the fourth pillar, the third of the four pillars. Gentleness has to do with having kindness, compassion, and love for oneself and others as intended. Also, just being gentle with yourself. If you mess up, it's okay. Relax, and then we slowly move forward. Just don't hold yourself so accountable for everything all the time. It's okay to have wiggle room with yourself as you're embodying these different experiences. If you fall off or you miss a day, it's okay. You just go back and start again. Day one starts all over again. Don't ever put any pressure on yourself than is needed because there should be no strain when we are working to improve our life and our well-being. There's no strain in improvement. Strain is when we are working against the current, expecting a different result each time we're doing the same thing. Um, and then supportiveness. So do you have a group or a support group or anyone that you uh, connect with that you can reach out to and be your buddy along this journey of trans transformation and translation of what's going on with oneself? A nice way of support is also when you feel a little bit unsupported is to support someone else. And in return, you will find that someone else will be supporting you or the same person. So consider that as also a source and a method. You also have the ability to, um, I'm just pausing to say hi to everybody that's popping in and out, is you have the ability to make a conscious choice 
for example, you can encourage somebody that's also going through a struggle and have them go and join you on this little transformative journey of just seven days. And you will feel very different. I promise you that. And you also have me to support you. So you can always reach out to me and I will support you. Now, the other thing that I want you to uh, be gifted with is over on the website, there is a blog post that I posted a few weeks ago called um, Creating Healthy Daily Routines Through Ayurveda. And in it, there is a circadian rhythm worksheet. There's a circadian rhythm worksheet. The circadian rhythm is the natural rhythm or the natural cycle of a day, the natural progression of a day. It is also in relation to vata, pitta, and kapha. And these are the Ayurvedic doshas that we all are cosmically composed of. These are, they represent each of the elements in pairs. So vata represents the air and space elements and pitta represents fire and some water. And the uh, kapha represents water and earth. And so together, they encompass everything that we see today. And what we are working on and working towards is being able to sustain balance between the three. Each of us, and ultimately what Ayurveda then works towards is uh, the elimination of the vitiation of these doshas. So Ayurveda creates a place that gives you the opportunity and the, and the ability through meditation, daily routine, um, creating healthy habits, consciousness-based approach to all of these methods, you'll be able to feel the space of moksha and liberation with least effort. And the more we allow ourselves to be consuming processed foods and not just necessarily down the frozen food aisle, but processed foods such as fake news or uh, tabloids or gossip, things that are not serving your higher good. These are processed foods and these come into your body and how are they nourishing you? How are they creating light and vitality for and, and through you? If you find you are feeling dull and you're finding um, more lethargy, then this is a place where we want to purify. And that's why these routines are set in place so that they're, they're able to help you no matter what type of routine you have currently right now. It's just integrating it into the routines that you have today and then making modifications as you go along. So what you will want to do is download the circadian rhythm worksheet and what's so beautiful about this worksheet is that when you look at it, and I wish I could show you right now, maybe next time we can do a um, webinar and I can share it with you. So it looks like a clock and you have the sun, um, you have uh, like the 12 o'clock at the very top, six o'clock on the bottom, uh, nine and three. So you have north, south, east, west, okay? you have your day into evening. So the, the 6 a.m. to the, 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 the 12 noon time, this time of day, this is the kapha going into the pitta time of day. So this is the heavier time of day. Six to 10 is really the kapha time. And that kapha time is really where we're just getting our day started. 
just kind of um, maybe some eating our breakfast, getting some exercise in. Um, this is a really great time. We do our elimination at this time in the morning. Uh, so this is where we're gathering the energy to get ready for the middle portion of the day. So if you're kapha and you resonate with the kapha qualities, the gunas of the of the kapha constitution, then we're going to you're probably waking up in that time of day. You're probably waking up in the eight o'clock hour instead of more vata time. So you're waking up already in like the early to mid morning part of the day. So you're gonna naturally feel a little bit slower, a little bit more sluggish, a little bit more heavier, and it might, uh, you need more motivation to uh, uh, do something, <laughs> go to work. So. The next part of the day is the 10 a.m. to the 2 p.m. The 10 a.m. to the 2 p.m. is the pitta time of the day. During pitta time of the day is when we're getting most of our work done. This is also where we're going to want to eat our biggest meal. Our biggest meal of the day is going to be the pitta time of the day because this is where our fire is at its fullest and it's going to process everything really quickly, really fast. So sometimes if our Agni, our digestive fire is not working at its maximum, at its optimum, I should say, then what ends up happening is we will start to feel a little bit tired or we might not have any appetite. All of the things might be a little bit different. So what we will do in that case is we will work towards encouraging our fire to then get fired up again. And we will talk about that when we talk about diet. Um, not in this episode, we're going to talk about it in a coming episode, but we will talk about other methods of getting Pitta to be more active um, ahead of time from that. So we want to take action during this time. This is when we're getting most of our work done. This is where everything is at its maximum. It's at its fastest point. And then we go into the vata time of the day. This is traditionally where people are going for their second coffee of the day. So around 2 to 5 p.m. is when we are in the vata time of the day. And vata is very social, is very uh, everywhere, all over. And so vata is trying to wrap everything up as quickly as possible in a small amount of time. And so at times it might be so overwhelming because there's so many moving parts that nothing gets done and so this is where we want to work on rearing in vata again before going back into kapha time of the evening because now the day portion of the doshas transition into evening portions of the doshas where it's important to start your routines differently so once you're in the two to four o'clock hour of vata and you're at work uh, this is where your uh, your your food's already kind of metabolized. You're getting hungry, maybe for dinner. Uh, maybe you're looking for a snack or some sort of craving. You're um, like I said, you're wrapping up your work projects, school projects. You're winding down or preparing for meditation or evening meditation or of the like, some sort of lifestyle transition that you're going to enter into. Or you might go to the grocery store and get dinner. Okay, so. Six to 10 is that time where we're winding down. And this is from dusk. This is sunset. You will naturally notice that as 
the sun moves, so too the body's energy transitions. When you wake up in the morning and the sun's waking up, you're in that lazier state. When the sun is at its peak, you're at your peak state. When the sun is beginning to descend, you're also descending, getting tired. By the time the sun goes down, you're in that space where you're like, I'm really tired now, I'm gonna go to bed. Or you get lazy or you don't wanna go out or whatever it is. So that's kind of, you start to notice it naturally. You'll also start to notice how the animals around you the daytime animals are the ones that you see the little kitty cats walking around outside, the little birds are singing, etc. Towards the evening time, you'll start to hear maybe the cicadas, you might start to hear um, whatever animal tends to wake up nearby you, wherever you are, but those evening animals are going to start to come out more. You'll start to see the possums and the raccoons and stuff like that more abundantly than you would throughout the hotter portion of the day. So the more kapha animals are coming out in the evening. So thinking about it like that and that clock is kind of important because then you can structure your day so if you work at a certain time of day, say you go into work at 8 a.m., then you're probably waking up maybe at 6.30. So if you woke up at, say, 5.30, you'd be able to maybe get a light workout in, be able to cook your breakfast, have your coffee, do whatever it is that you do in the morning. And then to include even a five-minute meditation, five-minute yoga practice, and then continue on your day. The other thing is your dental hygiene is uh, a routine in and of itself. So that consists of, for all doshas, is to floss your teeth first, then you will do tongue scraping, then you will brush your teeth, and then you will do your oil pull. Depending on your dosha will determine the oil that you use to do the oil pull. If you are pitta and you run hot, then you're going to probably utilize coconut oil because it's cooling. And if you're a vata and kapha, then sesame oil is fine. Uh, you can go to Banyan Botanicals. You can use my code. It's my name, Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, and the number 15. Just use all capitals, and then that way you can get uh, about 15% uh, off everything at Banyan with that code. So just use that. That's my gift to you as well. Um, the other thing is when we are looking at the dosha, Some doshas, now the doshas all have different qualities. So some are hot, some are cold, the, um, the, the all of the air, the elements, etc. So what's important there is that you want to, and I'm going to bring up a little quick, quick sheet for you guys that I have here for you, all that I'm gifting you. But um, what you want to do now is you're going to start to create your routine. You're going to start putting together what your routine is going to look like. So when are we doing our yoga practice in the morning what time do you want to wake up so i'm going to challenge you today to tell me if you want to post it down here you can or you can um send it to me personally and let me know but i want to know starting today what are you committing to doing for five minutes a day it starts with a why starts with a why starts with a why Yoga. <laughs> yes, you are going to start doing your yoga. So starting today, five minutes a day, all doshas are going to begin a five-minute yoga practice. 
you will then head over to the website, find out what your property is. And that uh, same quiz is also going to have for you the yoga sequence for you to balance your dominant dosha. So say you come out and you say, hey, I'm Vata and Pitta. I'm, the, I'm both of them. Which one are you slightly more? And that's the one that you're going to do the poses for, okay? It's also the one that you will do your diet for and how we will structure your routine. So that's how we're going to do this. It's going to be based on your dosha, your dominant dosha, your prakriti, prakriti being how you were born, how, how you, what you are composed of, what makes you you, okay? Now, when we talk about vrikriti, what's the imbalance, that is going to be how we structure different behaviors, rasayanas, into your routine to now help you navigate utilizing the routine to get you to feeling better naturally without having to take any additional medications or maybe even prevent you from taking any, okay? So done. Now let's move on. So we talked about the circadian rhythm worksheet and there's also a seasonal worksheet. Every season when we transition in our seasons, we also need to do a gentle purification process, a detox perhaps, like a spring cleanse when you go into the summer and out of summer, you then will go into fall. There's different foods and there's also different temperatures and there's different environments that we are exposing ourselves to. And in this particular time frame, it's really important that we then turn around and we readjust our schedules and routines to accommodate for also the different environment that we're gonna be exposing ourselves to, to include most importantly, our food and our food intake in the time that we do this. And the Ayurvedic season worksheet is a beautiful, beautiful representation for each dosha of how to properly structure it. And it's super easy to integrate into your already established routines. It's just making very, very small modifications to help you. So go ahead and get that as well. And you will find that under uh, creating healthy daily routines. These are the Dinacharya, which is a daily routine and a Richucharya, which is an evening routine in Ayurveda. And so I'm gonna go over real quick what these are for each of you. And then you can always come back and listen to this replay. And um, you can also listen to the podcast of this so that you can get all of your routines, write them down and begin to integrate them. And again, I challenge you to let me know when you're gonna start doing your yoga practice and also integrating your meditation practice. And if you want me to reach out to you here daily, and motivate you, okay? So today we are starting with yoga and we are also gonna integrate meditation. So yoga started yesterday actually, and now today we're doing meditation. And vata is going to be the 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. time of the day is our vata morning. Some students might be waking up at three, four o'clock in the morning. That's completely fine. Um, 
you are in a beautiful space where the uh, celestial realm and the earthly realm are at its thinnest, which is a really sweet time of day to do your meditation at three and four o'clock in the morning. So I always encourage uh, the earlier you wake up, the better, but the earlier you go to sleep, the better as well. So that way you feel refreshed and um, vibrant when you arise in the morning at whatever time you wake up during the vata time waking up at vata time is preferred so you would want to especially if you're kapha you want to wake up by 6 a.m 6 30 latest so you want to wake up before the sun rises or as the sun is rising is always the best to gauge then kapha time in the morning is 6 to 10 and during this time is a really wonderful time to begin your routine this will be your dental routine. This will be your workout routine, your breakfast. Uh, this will be all of the lighter routines that you do in the morning. If you're reading, whatever that is, you're getting it done in the morning. And then we talked about the tw 10 to 12. I, I lied to myself. 10 to 2, which is the pizza time lunchtime okay so we're working on eating getting our biggest meal in in the day there is also a diet um blog that i did for you all with the different foods for each dosha so you can take a look at that if you want to know what foods to integrate into your into your your routine and then after that, two to four is going to be vata time of day. So the food is digesting from the afternoon. You're going to start to feel a little bit tired. You're going to start to feel like you need a cup of coffee during this time. This is a good time to do a 20 minute meditation or a 10 minute yoga asana practice. Uh, go outside, go for a 15 minute walk. But this is a really great time to a little pick me up to do that. If you go to the gym, this is a really great time for Pitta to go to the gym between two to four. Then at about four to 10 or six to 10 around here, like two to four, two to five is more Vata. And then five to 10 is Kapha again. So this is where we're winding down. This is where the Richucharya begins. This is the uh, massaging the feet. If you are putting your oil on your feet and putting the socks on, this is when you're beginning to do that. You might be having your uh, milk with cardamom and saffron at this time, your teas, your evening teas. You are winding down electronics about an hour before bed. Two to one to two hours before bedtime is when you want to start winding down the electronics. And putting those guys away, putting them in another room or setting your alarms. Um, you want to set your alarm well before you go to bed because you don't want to have the temptation of then getting on your phone and then losing yourself down the downward spiral of Instagram and Facebook. And then lastly, it's giving yourself that time to, if there's any meditations, Reiki, uh, anything that you do in the evening, yoga nidra, you will then give yourself that time to get into your cozy bed and then pass out. So that's where, where you're at. You want to be sleeping 
during the pitta time of night, which is 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. This is when the metabolic processes are processing everything from the day, which goes back to the food that we've taken in, the environments that we've taken in, the um, experiences that we've had. So this is when all of that's going on, is during this time. And then when you arise, we are going into that 2 a.m., to 6 a.m. time, which is Vata. And so you see how the clock goes all the way around. And then it goes deeper and deeper, which we, we talk about in teacher training, but just for this next seven days that we're focusing on, the circadian rhythm, our biological clock is aligned with the circadian rhythm and knowing your dosha so that you can then do the practices that are gonna work for you. The dosha quiz and assessment when you guys do that when you get the assessment and you see at the very bottom the poses that are designed for each of the doshas to balance you out if you go over to youtube there's a video for each of those and you can use those videos every day for the next seven days to integrate into this practice so i want to i forgot to mention that so you have you have a visual, if you're a visual learner or you're not familiar with these yoga poses names are, use that, it will help you. And then you can use that with your five minute meditation. And then tomorrow we're gonna add something else in, but today and yesterday, we already started with your yoga practice for five to 10 minutes. And the videos are like about 10 minutes long. It's very short and then you have your your meditation all right so we're good beautiful and now evening so if you are waking up throughout the night please let me know i will help you with that as best as i can but what i'd like for you to do is a couple things if you're having your heaviest meal at the end of the day move it to the middle that's number one, that will help you get better rest. Number two, don't talk on the phone to anyone that aggravates you an hour before bedtime. Uh, take your private time about an hour to two hours before bedtime. Turn off your phone, put it somewhere else uh, or wherever you need, but get your alarm set, do all the things, okay? Don't drink water an hour before bed. So drink it two hours before bed. Uh, know what type of water you're drinking. It's very important uh, so that you're not overdoing it with minerals or alkaline. You wanna balance out your water, maybe add distilled water or mountain spring water. And, um, and make sure you do your meditation. Uh, an hour before bedtime. So you get your body, the physiology relaxed and, 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 and calm. Okay. If you have any questions, you can pop them down below and I'll be happy to answer them. But if not, then you can join me over at Vivaya, Vivaya Live. And we are going to be doing some yoga today. If you are not familiar with Vivaya, it's in a beautiful community of extremely talented yoga and uh, wellness practitioners and healers that are providing their services uh, for an incredible gift to everybody globally. And it's a global 
teaching platform. So I am part of the, the Vivaya Guides, offering three classes a week with them. And there's sound healing, meditation, more Ayurveda. There are workshops and courses. There's so much you can experience and explore there and meditate with. And you can do all of that for free for the first two weeks with them and explore all of the different uh, offerings that they have. So you can do that at your leisure. And also what's really wonderful is if you cannot make the class live, all of us teachers, we record the classes and you can watch the replay at your leisure. So you have that as an option and as a tool. So you can head over there and um, I have access to you guys for like a direct link. Just go to the JBY NOLA um, partners and then just use that and it'll get you right there quick, fast. And that's it. So I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for joining everyone and I'm sending you love right on back. Hugs and kisses. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And let's begin starting your daily routines now and over the next seven days, just as a kind of fun challenge for ourselves, we'll be going over um, every day posted on Instagram and Facebook, you're going to see what the daily focus is, how we're integrating it into our daily, daily routine, and we're utilizing Ayurveda over the next seven days to enliven the inner intelligence of our well-being, to reduce and eliminate any toxins in our body, and also to establish a routine that is sustainable for our health and to also keep us mentally, physically, and emotionally fit. So from my heart to yours, thank you so much. Much love. Write to me any questions that you have. If you got lost anywhere, let me know, and I will be sure to make it as clear as possible. And I love you. Mwah. Thank you so much for your support, and namaste. Bye. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.